Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you to this week's edition of the Get Your Geek On podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Chuck Hebrotz, Robert Dokes, Anthony Arsenio, and coming to you for the week of July 28th, 2017, giving you our San Diego Comic Con wrap up. This is going to be taking a look in depth at everything great that happened at the Nerd Mecca that comes together every July on the shores of San Diego. Now, this Comic Con was not a letdown, not like they ever are, and we're going to jump right in. If you guys don't know this news or haven't seen these trailers, why are you watching this show? So, we're going to start right off the bat with one of my favorite trailers of the entire con. We're going to jump into Marvel and what they put together. Not the most like monumental Hall A shit they've ever had. Not a ton of announcements. That's not. I think there's. They think their stuff got stolen at D23. So yeah, Yeah, pretty much that. But the Thor Ragnarok trailer. It's a great trailer. Awesome. Now, first of all, I want to thought on the thoughts that this is going to be the shortest Marvel movie ever at 100 minutes. So clocking in at that, does this change your opinion of the movie at all? No, I think I think this actually is good because it means it's going to get straight into the point. Um, Which the Thor movies can tend to lag a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, it's like, there has to be that moment where Thor, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. expository speech. No, it, I think it's going to be straight into the point. And I think, yeah, the D24 Infinity War does kind of give you away, like, the final scene yeah. of that movie is going to be obviously him landing on the Guardian yeah, ship. It's but I like the intelligent Hulk. That, I think, is the biggest reveal of this <laughs> yeah, whole trailer. Hulk like Hulk like water. fire. Like, yeah, like, fire big fire. raging fire. fire. You like small littering fire. Right. Like, that's just Smoldering the little, fire. but I think that is showing, that I think they're, they're setting up for Banner to split from the Hulk, because they say Infinity War shows a massive change from the Hulk mm-hmm. that started in, in Ragnarok. So I think that might be splitting him. But I mean, what are your thoughts on seeing the intelligent Hulk? I was glad to see. I was glad to see that they kind of finally acknowledged that that that's part of who he is. He can talk, verb, talk and verbalize. Well, I want to see how they're going to do that because the whole thing on Planet Hulk, why he had to become intelligent and kind of merge with Banner, was because he couldn't turn back into Banner because of the atmosphere of the planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly we see. Mark Ruffalo as Banner in these scenes, so I doubt that they're going to be adapting that. So I want to see how they're going to explain the two sort of coexisting together. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, in my opinion, that is the most deadly Marvel character there is. Like in World War Hulk, the Banner's mind in the Hulk's body is... He he destroys literally everything. everything. So, I mean, I'm really excited to see what they do with that. I love the comedy of this. Like, Taika Waititi, who we talked about from the time he was cast, yeah. we love him. He's known for his comedy. But, I mean, he really seems to have made this, like, a fun buddy movie in space. Like, what are your thoughts well, on, like, it, the It's like, I'm getting the team back together, and it's like, I'm informing a team. Like, just a little lines, so I just lost my hammer, like, yesterday, so that's yeah. still pretty fresh. <laughs> just a little lines like that. I went on a journey of self-discovery. Can we talk about, like, the fact that, that we've confirmed so many rumors on this show, but, like, we reported long, long, long ago that they were going with Hella being death mm. in this one, and boom, that was confirmed in the trailer, so really excited to see that. It's going to prove that she's going to play a bigger role in Infinity War, mm-hmm. but I mean, what are your thoughts on seeing her action scenes in this? looks really incredible. What are your thoughts terrifying. on that It's just like, she just shows up, and it's just like, everybody panics. It's that moment of, oh crap. It's here. It's yeah. here. Now, I got to tell you, I'm not, like, super, super excited for this movie. It's kind of just, like, that filler to get me over to Infinity War. I'm more excited for Black Panther, I think. That's- I'm more excited for Black Panther, but I think this, every with every trailer they, they've put out for Thor Ragnarok, I get more excited about the film. Um, yeah, but well, it's you just going to be just a fun ride. Yeah, it's just like, 
the Black Panther Comic-Con sizzle reel, though, which you didn't put on here, though, the last scene of that is incredible. So there's two things that came out of that sizzle reel that are really mm. nice and important. Uh, his mask has the energy strips where he can absorb the kinetic energy of mm. things and then throw it back at people. Mm-hmm. So they got to see that. But also, uh, Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger wears an all-gold version of the Black Panther suit nice. with a Jaguar's face instead of a Panther's. Oh. So that was a really cool takeaway there. So what, do you, what are your thoughts on seeing that kind of come into play with basically they're going like Ironmonger, but yeah. Killmonger. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I like that. I like that. I'm looking forward to that because it's, it, I really want to see that film. And I, that, after that trailer they did during the NBA finals, I was like, give me more. Yeah. So we'll and see. And even just the scenes of Wakanda that we get in, what we're moving on to here. So the Thor Ragnarok, on your anticipation scale, one to 10, I mean, where's this sitting for you guys? Not a hard nine. I'm like, I, the Hulk is, I think, going to steal that movie yeah. from me. So I'm going to solid eight. I'm an eight, too. I mean, Thor: The Dark World was such a letdown. Yeah, for me. I, see, I liked it. I yeah. liked the well, Thor it was, movies I, a lot. Like they've been moving away from like the first movie was just there wasn't enough action. So you the can second never really judge the origin movies. Yeah, though, yeah. Because it's like they have to have. Well, the second movies. movie was like more action, but they lost the plot. And this one, I'm hoping I'm like. Okay. I'm just all about Homecoming too. Honestly, like I reserved my Blu-ray today. I went out and got the pops and everything. Like I've rewatched that movie in theaters four times. Me I too. own a bootleg of it like six times. Like it is hands down is my favorite Marvel bootleg? movie. It's a, it's, it's not a cam. Movies see, don't come I, after I, us. It's a cam. It's, it's a cam. cam yeah. But like, see, I have a different, I, you're talking dude that watched Captain America, the first Avenger listened to it. The bootleg wasn't even the screen. It was the exit sign in the theater. I listened to Captain America, the first <laughs> Avenger and was oh, still so excited for that. But <laughs> I got to tell you, Infinity War. That is what stole the show. We had heard oh. rumors of the trailer. We'd heard the description, but not really known if it was true. And that three-tier poster? Uh, which, Are first you of kidding? all, we know the artist. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Boss Logic. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so it's really, really cool. A, a friend of the show that actually did those posters, the three-part connector, which every year at San Diego Comic-Con, they've had a really awesome like Avengers poster yeah. for all three movies. Mm-hmm. But really, really excited for this one. Nobody really knew if the description of the D23 footage was real because we didn't have any like backup. Basically, it's been mm-hmm. confirmed. Ooh. But here's the real kicker for me. I know people that were in the panel at Hall H. Kevin Smith even said something about it on Hollywood Babylon. We got news this week that Captain Marvel is not in Infinity War, but Captain Marvel was in the Infinity War trailer that was shown in Hall H. So really, really weird what they're doing with that. But actually, before we jump into Infinity War, let's talk about that. Captain Marvel was announced and not to be Infinity War, but also to be set in the 1990s. Which is awesome. Which, if this is true, because the rumors that have it, would be something that we reported on in one of our very first episodes, that the next arc for the the Avengers universe is Secret Invasion. Oh, and yeah, that is why scrolls. Captain Marvel is battling the Scrolls in the 90s. Do you see what the Scrolls look like? Yeah. They look awesome. And the concept art looks incredible. They show concept art of her in the costume as well. I saved a picture. Absolutely picture. Show incredible. Me, show me, show me, yeah, yeah, It looks it. awesome. And the concept art for her suit looks amazing. But was like, she why looks do you, really good. She does it? look incredible. And see, but everybody's like, why are you setting it in the 90s? Why are you doing that? I think because it's the initial Scroll invasion and then that's where they're going to go forward from there. Is but then you look at No, because then you can set it up where there's been people in the Marvel Universe this whole time time that were scrolls mm-hmm. because our marvel universe starts in 2008 when tony stark comes out as iron man mm-hmm. looks oh. incredible so they have the they have the they have the licensing for scrolls yeah but they, not super scroll right oh. 
but they have the licensing for the scrolls. But, but because they have scrolls, they have like we looked into it. They have the secret invasion, right? Yep. Yeah. So it leads me to believe that every indication is that secret invasion is going to be the favorite. And why not? Line. It's a great story. It's an incredible storyline, and then you, it pulls Hank Pym in. It pulls in some of your OG characters, yeah. and B-listers right now riding the rails because mm-hmm. we know that Infinity War is going to kill everybody off, and that's where we jump into here. We got a look at the Infinity War trailer. I've watched the leaked one about a hundred times. Robert just watched it. I mean, what are your overall indications of this? This, it looks like it is going to be an epic. When they said a billion dollar budget, they were not kidding. Is like, it a billion dollar budget? It's the first mm. ever billion dollar movie for the two of them combined. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a billion. But insane special effects already, just in that teaser trailer. Yeah, I mean, so. like, I mean, like, okay. Oh, I mean, what we, what we saw... You know, what I looked at, it was just that that story is going to be epic and hopefully it all comes together. I'm really counting on a lot of people are going to die. It definitely looks like it looks like Thor's dies right in the trailer. Thanos has got him by the skull. He's just squeezing. It's like you see you see you see uh, Peter Parker say Tony, I'm sorry. Um, In the Iron Spider suit. And yeah, you're looking at all this stuff and you're like, oh, my goodness, what is going on here? I think it's Doctor Strange making platforms for Star Lord to jump across was so cool, yeah. but just the, the little scenes like that, like the, of just seeing certain characters together, that one shot where it's the Guardians and Iron Man and Cap and Vision all standing like in the same frame mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The like, like bye the bye little vision. comic book nerd me, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, bye he, bye. He's just gone. Like you the do. moment they built him with that stone, I was like, like, oh, he's like, gonna be it's like we've murdered. all known that he's gonna be like one of the worst. I just, I just picture the the panel of Thanos just ripping him in half from Infinity War. I'm like, oh, oh. Poor patient. Well, you gotta, like, you gotta, don't get you gotta remember the, the the Infinity Stones in the movies. They want to be together. So mm. all I can see is him with almost the gauntlet. They the showed the gauntlet too. They actually mm. showed the picture of what the actual gauntlet looks like. So badass. But in the movie, in the trailer that we see, he only has blue and purple. But he uses them at the very end of that trailer. Whatever planet they're on or something has a moon, and he literally just activates the two of them and just drags that moon into the atmosphere, throwing it at him like mm. in insane amount of power mm-hmm. but and i love that he's not armored up like he basically is wearing a wife beater i can't <laughs> wait to see the cull obsidian which is his like thanos's little cronies let's mm. yeah so let's talk about the black order i don't know much about them oh, so. they're awesome so i gave you turn the deck there is a primer on them so that you can see so that we can talk about this because this is fairly they're fairly recent Pretty important yeah. yeah they're fairly recent in the comics but they've been such a standout it's like they He's, spin out of what? Uh, uh, the Hickman, Hickman Adventures? Adam run? Warlock com- confirmed to not be in Infinity War. What? Yeah. Which well, I think. It, well, no, remember, Infinity War, this part is the first two, one. Well, that's the thing. They keep saying part two, why they can't release the title is because it's a spoiler for Infinity War. Okay. I think part two is Adam because we've speculated long, long ago he that he's to. the one that has to wield the he second gauntlet to. because mm-hmm. no one else that they have rights to could. Mm. So, so let's talk about the Black Order, a little bit of what they get in there. So lo- who's the first member of the Black Robert, give us our introduction to the Black so Order. So you have Black Dwarf. Uh, he is, yeah, so this is where that scene, where the scene in the trailer where you see him. Uh, I don't think uh, he's going to be called, I think politically correct names are going to, well, I mean, think about Black Black mm, Panther, they're not calling Manape, Manape. Yeah, the Mbaka, yeah, Mbaka, that's what, yeah. You really think Black Dwarf is going to get through the yeah. PC censors? <laughs> like, I don't think well, he's a black well, guy. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just the name he's of like the character. Purple. Yeah, Black Dwarf, who's just basically. So is Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, he's purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black Dwarf, who's just. Uh, basically, you're you're strong. Yeah, he's your tank. He's your tank. Corvus Glaive, who is essentially immortal. 
And he's he's like Thanos' right hand man. Like, all the celestials pretty much are more. Well, they're not they're not technically celestials. Oh. These are no, people. They're just like scattered losers yeah. from the universe who are ultra powerful. Um, and he this, just collects broken kids. Well, that's <laughs> that, that's the idea. Is the the idea is he collects broken broken people. Ebony Maw, who's essentially he's my favorite one. He's they call him like the Silver Tongue or the Whisperer. Like basically, he the Silver Tongue like, he, like a he, he is name. like the Doctor <laughs> Strange of. Is at one point in time he controlled Doctor Strange. He's like the Doctor Strange. He knows about alien magic. He uses that to his advantage as well as his voice. And, uh, and that's the thing. Nobody knows anything about him. him. Even Thanos doesn't. He's just all Thanos uses. He calls him the Whisperer, and he'll just like he sends his Black Order out to accomplish a task, and they'll all come back except for the Ebony Maw, and they'll be like, "Oh, maybe he ditched us." He's just like, "No, he just does his own thing." He's always brings results and he does like yeah, every single awesome. time he's pretty awesome so there's also proxima midnight who is corvus glaive's wife and she is handy she's like dragging him down so think think about this think <laughs> she's about this evil. Is, uh, like think about this is like her being uh big barda okay in that kind of way uh if you're if you're trying to make a dc equivalent like she's big barda and she is um skilled at hand-to-hand combat she is a badass and more ways than one and she's the guy because essentially what makes Corvus Slave immortal is he has the spear and as long as the spear is intact he can always come back to life and she what wields uh watches over him so she's kind of his back and they're super giant I love that like Marvel always give these weird immortality like he's immortal unless there's a cheese sandwich in the room <laughs> like, but it, I mean so who's the Peter Dinklage role here that we've well, rumored? he's well, been long well, rumored well, for is, the Marvel the, Universe this is where I'm hoping they go Ebony Maw I'd be awesome. I'm, you know, it's like we're talking about we're talking about the the, the whole I thing. Go could, Watu. Yeah, Watu, but like I think for him, I would like to see him as Ebony Maw, uh, being the voice of that character because it's it's it would just be awesome. It's very suitable for him. Yeah, it's just you know, in terms of a lot of this stuff when they released the what the what the looks like a D twenty three, um. I could, I expect a lot of this to be CG. Well, that's the thing. Now you did. Just, well, let's fan cast the Black Order. We've seen the models that they put up in Hall H of what the Black Order looks like. So it's obviously all CG. So we're basically we're voice casting. Yeah. Now, I don't know enough about these characters to voice cast anybody. I'm just gonna say Marlon Wayans for Black Dwarf just because I can't. But uh, I'm, who's like the most menacing member of that? I'd entire say Cor- crew? probably Corvus Glaive. Corvus Glaive. He's so, definitely the most evil, as in like he wants to kill people. Ebony Maw. You know who I would cast is I don't know the actor's name, but whoever plays the Man in Black in Westworld. Uh, oh, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed there Harris. You go. Yeah, he's got a spooky voice, and he's got that ominous quote, like that dude that just walks into it because you you got to have that that presence to play that type of dude that like everybody's so afraid of they just leave him like in that assassin yeah. with, like John Wick yeah, yeah. how assassins are even afraid of him it's like that level of reputation you killed somebody with a pen now one casting <laughs> that we did get that was confirmed is super super exciting for Ant-Man and the Wasp and that was oh, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer's Bow. Michelle Pfeiffer's come in as Janet Van Dyne and that's the one Comic-Con clip I would kill to see yeah so they apparently like I said they released a two-minute clip of Luis, Michael Pena's character, and Paul Rudd explaining the history of the MCU to Janet Van Dyne because she's been trapped in the, in the microverse. And it's basically him breaking everything down. But like, I heard a little bit of audio of it, and Luis keeps calling the Winter Soldier Cold Soldier. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. Like, so I think Captain America is all out looking for Cold Soldier because Cold Soldier's his boy. Like, <laughs> and it literally is him running through every single one of them. So there's this dude that's like Star Lord, but his name's really Peter. I don't know why they call him Star Lord. That's and great. It, I just watched Ant Man yesterday. It's such a great movie. Like, his line, my favorite line that still runs through. 
remember me from Ant-Man. It's just like, so we were at this wine tasting. I was totally about to leave, but thank God there was this rosé that totally saved the day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just that one little line, but like so excited to see more of them. But uh, Lawrence Fishburne also cast in the movie. But what are your thoughts on Michelle Pfeiffer's as Janet Van Dyne? I'm, I'm actually, I, I like that. It's awesome. The original Wasp, the it's mother awesome. of the new Wasp, and yeah. Michael Douglas's wife. That's perfect. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do with this movie. I just, I just love her. This is one of those so ones that's going to creep up on us before this movie comes out a month and a half after Infinity War. Like, oh. Yeah, so this it's going to be really interesting. That's our bridge movie from to like hold us over between Infinity War I movies. thought also Black Panther and Captain Marvel, too. No, no. Uh, Captain Marvel's coming after both Infinity Wars. Black Panther's in this February. Oh. So we've got Black Panther this February, Infinity War this May, Ant-Man the Wasp this June. I feel like they should release that before... Like we could, the biggest War. mistake in Marvel history, in my opinion, was releasing Ant Man two months after Age of Ultron because I had I wrote it in my mind how you could do one after credit scene to change the whole timeline. You release Ant Man before Age of Ultron, the final scene, the after credit scene of Ant Man. You don't change the movie at all. Is him powering on Ultron for the first time? Boom! Then you release Age of Ultron. You have Ant Man, Michael Douglas. That would have been great sense. if they had like the Hank Pym route, but it, yeah. Yeah. Tony Stark was the Hank Pym stand-in, which is like which, well, it makes sense for the MCU. It mm. does, but interesting. To see what they go for there but uh marvel also brought their tv to comic-con which is not the greatest so unfortunately well, um, agents I, we, of we shield have, is still going yeah we we Jesus. have to be specific we're talking about broadcast tv not streamed so even the streaming like have you read the reviews of the first four episodes of defenders they're saying it takes way too long to get them together like they're not together until the very end of episode four like it's all just laggy dialogue like just which is not surprising ridiculous banter trying that's everything feels nice they said that matt murdoch's not daredevil for the and the entire four episodes like just a bunch of complaints about it and i'm like i'm gonna we're gonna see daredevil at boston comic-con before it airs and like if this show sucks i'm gonna hunt you down but uh really really disappointed to see the reviews of that but also inhumans did the trailer even affect you guys did you see the new comic-con here's exactly hair here's exactly how i feel about the inhuman show who cares it, you know how i feel the emoji movie i'm the man the man no, just, eh. like I, and then they want me to pay to see it in imax no for the, what? no no you no, couldn't no. pay me to watch that on my dvr yeah. like let alone to go out to a i don't theater. even think i'll check it out and i've been really liking the inhumans lately how sad is it when you want to say that like you'll watch a tv show for a dog you know yeah i was gonna say might watch it for a lock show <laughs> Like, like that's the only the Medusa's hair looked horrible. I can never unsee that dude is Ramsey Bolton. So that's all. Yeah. I saw, like that's all I saw. I just was picture even the way Maximus he eating a sausage. Literally, don't like I it. just pictured like Sansa anytime Medusa walks into the room. But just looks. Ter- I mean, is there anything about this show that's going to make you tune in? No. How many? Ep- I say six episodes before it's canceled. No. Black Bolt doesn't even wear a mask, and he's never going to speak. Yeah. Yeah, just did. Mm. It's like the one thing you want to see, they're not going to give to you. However, though, going over to the Fox side of things, the gifted trailer dropped. Did you guys see the second trailer for that? Yeah, that actually. Wow. They actually right. broke down the cast and everything, yeah, like who right. you're getting. Polaris looks incredible. Yeah. Thunderhawk? Is it Thunderhawk? Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Thunderbird the Thunderbird. guy that can track. Thundercougar Falconbird. But really, really exciting. Then we get the twins. But looks like that show is kind of like got a hero's vibe to it, yeah, almost. Yeah. Which is like any hello, <laughs> anybody that knows me knows my love of heroes. But that's the first thing I got. Like that, the blonde girl definitely gave me vibes of Claire, the cheerleader. But just like the way they're being hunted down and everything. Else well, like that's that. the whole point. Is it's like when I saw that, I was like, this feels a lot like heroes. That, that's what I was sitting there at home and I was like, excellent. <laughs> like I guarantee you, there's writers there. But really looks good. That's a show I'm really excited to look at. I mean, and the fact that it exists in the MCU and it was announced at Comic Con. 
exists in the Legion universe. Mm. Oh, good. So Legion universe is tied into the Legion Fox universe X-Men tied universe? Into every X-Men universe. And the, you know that Gift is tied in the X-Men universe because they mentioned the X-Men and the Brotherhood in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So really, really exciting with that. And Any we, news on Legion season, season two? Season two, yeah. They released the uh, first part of the script of season two at Comic-Con. Looks absolutely incredible. They're going balls deep on I really Shadow liked, King. I really like that and first season. And rumor has it that they're working out right now uh, whether they're going to go James McAvoy or Patrick Stewart for the Xavier that they're going to bring into the show. Please be Patrick Stewart. I, if it's not Patrick Stewart, I mean, I'll be he already so had a really good send off. But it would make sense to like because they say in the show that like him and your father battled for ages, and, yeah. and so it would make sense for it to be the Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. But just the, that show is like the sleeper hit that's going to be coming back in December. I loved the first. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Those in a day. first six episodes. It's very cerebral in a way that not many shows have been. Like in a way where you almost have to like question if you're seeing the show exactly. that you're seeing, or are you or if seeing it's like your comic like, book is this brain real? Is like, this a flashback? Is this a flash forward? Is this it's like when you're watching Memento? If you've ever seen Memento, yes, exactly, it's exactly oh, yeah. except it has the comic book quality of it too, where it's like you're trying to compare scenes to things that you know about that character who's already a fractured character and has had several retcons and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's just like I, you try to pick it apart from that aspect of it, but it literally that is perfect way. It's Memento in TV form, mm-hmm. so it's like really really excited to see what they do coming back with that. But Gifted definitely won Comic Con for the Marvel TV Agents of Shield. Who actually cares about this show at this point? They're like, oh, we're gonna bring back the new war. It didn't work the first time you had him. Yeah. That just sucks. It's just not like I try every season to force myself to like the first four episodes. I'm like, let's see where this arc's going to go. And Ghost Rider had promised last season. The moment yeah, the show they, started the, getting good, they cut him out. The, the mo- yeah, exactly. Like, the moment, the moment he left, that I show got watching that show. incredible while he was on it. Like it was actually a really watchable show. And one of my favorite shows. on TV. I will say that I made it to the second episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? That's, That's it. it. You never, never even got to Daisy back. getting powers or anything? Never yeah, so back. I would say, like, just go watch the first four episodes of this season. You don't have to get it. Just, just watch it for the Ghost Rider. I just don't like shows about pretty smart people in vans doing tech stuff. I yeah, just no, don't like it's, it. It's, 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 it's a funny or die comic. In this week's typical Comic-Con panel, the all-white cast of a diverse show that shouldn't have been whitewashed appears to tell you how they're going to make things different. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. but, um, so yeah, not really excited for that. Netflix had a panel. Nothing really exciting that other than the Defenders trailer showing the Punisher at I the liked end. The, uh, yeah. I like the, the Punisher reveal. is pretty cool. That he was looked, really that cool. Now, what awesome. do you guys think of the Punisher becoming the new war machine in the Marvel comics? That was announced today. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to be taking over his war machine. Well, Rhodes, Rhodes, Rhodes yeah, dead. That's, well, yeah, prepare for a lot of people to die. It's like, I just need one of those Iron Man suits and all my people. The biggest shocker out of San Diego Comic-Con for Netflix for me was the fact that Iron Fist got a season two. Yeah. New showrunner, though. Completely new showrunner, but, but I mean, it's, it's, you could put diamonds on a turd, it's still going to be a turd. The, the thing where I feel like where, they, where they're failing, and this is the honest good news opinion, like, you don't necessarily have to do Iron Fist season two. I would have th- thought that they would have gone with Heroes for Hire. And why not? And just do that. It's a mini franchise it's within like, a franchise within a, a franchise. It's a season of that. And you just have him, Luke Cage. That's the one thing that from the reviews that they said they got their friendship down perfectly. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like they got that down, but it's like if the chemistry is there, just say, okay, let's put Iron let's put Iron Fist on the back burner for a second, and let's put Luke Cage season two on the back burner for a second. Let's just do a season of Heroes for Hire and see where we go. And why not? That can act as season two Luke Cage and mm-hmm. season two of Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. And then Boom. you could go, and then then you give then you can split them off or go into this. And that's just like, why? Now, I just don't do it's it. It's silly because they're they've been a team for decades. Jeez. You know what I mean? They've been around forever. They've always been best friends, and it's always worked pretty well in the comics. Yeah, 
just just do it. If you've got the chemistry with Mike Coulter and um, Finn Jones, just do it. Now, finally, this is what I've been waiting to talk about. Can we talk about it? Yes. Can we talk about it? Yeah. It's right here, people. The Justice League trailer we're go, was we're dropped. Going, we're going DC. We are going deep on this trailer. <laughs> Four minutes of awesome that was released at San Diego yeah, Comic-Con. That's pretty cool. As much as you guys hate on me for loving the, that trailer, it was pretty cool. was freaking awesome. They got the comedy right. Like The tone doesn't seem too deep, regardless of the stakes. Just a little moments, but dude, start off with the no lanterns quote. This planet has no protectors, no lanterns, no Kryptonian. Love, love, love that. Just the fact that you're throwing in there to begin with. There's I no love that you got to see back on Paradise Island, the Flash, everything. But at the end of that trailer, he put like, who's Alfred talking to? It's a Green Lantern. Like it's, it's gotta if be. You, no, if you look at his glasses, you see, you the, see green. the green flash, and it's right where the chest would be, like the mm. symbol flashing. And like just the fact that he he said you would come. People are like, it's Superman. No, why would he say Superman would come? Superman's dead. Well, there's also like I think the thing about Superman is because if you look really close, you can see like a red fabric in the they right think it's, corner. But, like I've heard people say it's both Green Lantern and Superman that are there. But you also see a flash of the flying fox in the trailer, and there's someone in a green orb flying below it. Mm-hmm. So it's clearly, yeah, clearly Green Lantern. But th- that was like the biggest deal for me. And I love that they didn't show Superman and they didn't show Green Lantern. Thank God. Yeah. Well, it's because it's that Batman. I thought like Comic-Con, I'm like, oh, don't show too much. Don't give it away. Like you guys have been doing so good at not giving stuff away yeah, in the don't trailers. Don't give away Show stuff. a little banter, show a couple special effects scenes, and then just go and do it. Like how the, cool did Steppenwolf look? Yeah. Incredible. Can we talk about how cool the Flash actually looks? Like yeah, they actually like, found a way to make his running look different running. from the yeah. show. Yeah. But even just like the Commissioner Gordon's Sequence where they disappear. Like, He's like, "Wow, that was rude." He that, literally just like disappears. Yeah. Like the, it's like, almost it, like reality. It's like it's like you see bubble. you just see like the lightning and he's like. Well, like the way you see like that react like cars on a hot day, how you can see like that yeah. gas, like that's what you saw first, and then he just disappeared. Yeah, and there's just like crackling electricity. It's like you found stand. a way to make it unique, which yeah. is something yeah, like, that we had always talked about. My whole about. thing is I just push criminals and run away. That was one of my Still favorite like lines. The suit. Still that, not the suit. That's his proto suit. It's Spider Man. It's confirmed he gets a suit built by Bruce Wayne later in the movie. So mm-hmm. really, really excited for that. But just the, one of the little scenes is like Wonder Woman reaching for her sword and the flash running up the wall. Tips like, it. Tips it right yeah. to her and stuff like that. But that was my favorite line of the whole trail. It's really cool that you guys are so excited to go into battle, but I've never done battle before. <laughs> I just run around and push people. And go, then run away. <laughs> then run away. But so, so excited for that. And then the, my favorite shot in the entire trail is Aquaman with the dude that he's just falling <laughs> he's, and he he's lands just, through the building and like surfs out on the dude. It's like, look, so, and then like his line of trailer is like, I'll be honest with you. We're probably all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> just, it looked, it had the vibe the first Avengers trailer had to me. Yeah, like, just, and then you got that team moment of them, like, all together and stuff, but it just looked fun. Like, Cyborg's like, Alfred, I got it from here. The it's like, who is, are you? That yeah. was one of the coolest moments. That, that was, was my like, Cyborg moment. I was like, like, that made Cyborg cool to me. Did you, uh, was the, were those shots of uh, Apocalypse? Yes. Yeah, it was. So awesome. So, so excited for this. And then, like, Steppenwolf coming through the mother box at Paradise Island. Yeah. Yeah. How cool of a scene was that? Awesome. Just so, so excited to see us. But then just the scene of the four of them, like on the monument to Superman, it's clearly where they were, just looks so friggin' cool. But I love the banter between Aquaman and Batman. They Mm. seem like they're going to be like the uh, hilarious duo. Just like a bat. There's just (laughs) so much, so much awesome in this trailer. But Green Lantern, that was the confirmation. I saw those glasses, and I was dancing around my house like like I had won the lottery. I was like, yes, my prayers are God help that whole theater when we see that movie the first time a lantern pops on screen. I'm going to lose it like a black chick at a funeral. Oh, no, 
God, no, Jesus. But um, although <laughs> we also got rumors out there that Affleck is on his way out as Batman, that they're trying to find a way to write him out. Rumors have it that the Batman movie may be Batman Beyond. I don't really buy into that. Or He's, Flashpoint. Mm. No, that was confirmed. Yeah, I know. The, it is confirmed that the Flash movie is now Flashpoint. I mean, a day after all those Batfleck rumors came out, Affleck like, was on a panel and he said he's here to stay. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing is that Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohen were, were also said that they're going to be doing their involvement. Like, they're going to be the Joker and Batman in Flashpoint. That's happening. They're the Martha Wayne and, and Bruce Wayne in the DC universe. Mm. So really, really excited to see what they do with that. And then you have the potential to do a new Wonder Woman, mm. to do a new Aquaman. Do your reverse Flash right. I mean, it, my problem is just, like, there's so many good Flash stories, and they just always do Flashpoint. Flashpoint is great, but that's the thing. Well, Flashpoint is so, Flashpoint's so good that it has to be Flashpoint. done. If you don't get the reverse Flash done perfect, that's the one thing I hated about the TV show, is it didn't have the reverse Flash nearly as much of a part of it as he should have been. Because the reverse Flash is the one person that wasn't affected by Flashpoint. So it's really, really crucial to me that they get that right, especially mm-hmm. if they're doing this in the movie form. But I buy no no credence into the whole Affleck's on his way out. They These guys sign mm-hmm. on for multiple movies. He's just pissed that they're not using his script, that Matt Reeves is scrapping it and going with their own script. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Matt Reeves, I just watched uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes for the first time. You haven't seen it's those? so good. Dude. Now tonight I'm going to see the third one. Oh, was, dude, the third one good. is the Citizen Kane of third movies. Really? Like, it is... So emotional. It's so political. Better than Batman Forever, dude. It is so political. Like it. it there's so many <laughs> allegories for like things going on and and being hunted down and ostracized. So like there's Holocaust like vibes to it. It is so incredible. And when you realize it. that these actors are actually doing like all those facial expressions, everything. That's Trip. all. Them. Andy Serkis deserves a pile of he Oscars. Did. He does. He does. Like people think of him as the mocap guy. And He's like, so no, talented. He though. brings those characters. Like, but even the way that they walk, they use these special crutches yeah, that yeah. the yeah, actors have and everything like that. But I'm in love with Maurice, the orangutan, who you get to see a lot of in Dawn. He's the one that's like working with the kids. Yeah, going the up circus. Yeah, Maurice, he's my favorite one. And even like in the third one, he's like Caesar's second in command. But dude, I cannot believe you watched those movies. They're, they're, they're amazing. So, so, so. I mean, I saw, the, I saw You saw Rise, right? I saw Rise in theaters and then I never saw it again dude, until last week. Dawn is the dark night of those. Yeah. Sit, like, it just takes it, it was in awesome. a whole different direction. I really, direction. really liked it. And Anyways. Then, uh, so, on. so excited for that. And then we got our CW panels, which is the bread and butter of this show. Not a whole lot of reveals, just because they just started filming The Flash panel was great. Oh, that, no, I mean, like, okay, so let's talk about the trailers that came out. The Legends panel? The Legends one, beast. The, the was like, I like, all right. That actually made me want to watch the show. Yeah. I love it. That's good. Like that one. And especially the last, the line by Professor Side at the end, because he was on, he was in the movie. Titan. It's like, it's like, is he like, the no, captain? He, in no, the he was the designer of the, I, okay. He was the, the designer. Okay, he played the designer of the Titan movie Titanic. I got it. Cause I was like, he has to have been referring to his character. I knew he was in Titanic, but I couldn't remember who he played. It's like, he's like, I will never step foot on that ship. And I, I was like, okay. You no, it said that whoever designed that ship should be punched in the face. <laughs> so I was like, it has to have been him. That has to have been him. I love that. Just like the Brandon Routh, like she looks like my cousin. Line. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, I like yeah, that. That show's ab- been pretty meta. I love it. it. I like the little bits of insu- like humor that they use with the actors in the, in the, in the show. So yeah, that, that got me looking at it. No what, black what I always liked is. about it is that I just, 
That show has never been afraid to just be dumb. Yeah. Which is like. Dude, they took this, the freaking scraps from every other show that they yeah, had and, and somehow it. spun it into weed. Yeah. Like, and then the other thing that I came away with from the Arrow trip that actually made me feel like. They're, yeah, you're going to not like. But if you watch the Arrow trailer. The I liked the finale to Arrow yeah. last year. Yeah, but no. Look at the trailer go, that they put out. Those snakes aren't going to mean anything. Like, they're not going to kill anybody. They'll yeah, kill one ancillary Deathstroke. character. We have Deathstroke back. That's all that matters. Yeah, you have Deathstroke back, which was like. In season two, he was like a major player in that one, and so it's like the doctor telling me it's only HPV. Yeah, yeah. it's still bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that was good. No black light. I liked. I definitely looking forward to the Flash. Um, Supergirl definitely looking forward to Rain. That's going to be an interesting storyline that they do. And then Flash, obviously getting Barry out of the Speed Force. It'll been gone for six months. And he's coming back changed. But we'll see what they do with that. I'm really excited to see what they do with Gotham turning Bruce into Batman. Because that's basically where they is went. Is that the arc? Yeah, oh yeah. The the final scene of last season is his first save. It's him like in an alley, like taking down this couple, and then it ends with him perched on a rooftop, like in the with a ski mask on in the dark and everything else like yeah. that. And like the poster that they put out of Comic Con is the Dark Knight Rises, and it's him out on the rooftop again, like in a proto version of the suit. Hmm. So I, I love that because I always. So he's th- not going to go on his little world tour then, huh? I don't know, but I, I just like the fact that they're actually getting a, a, a young Maybe it'll be more like, do you guys ever read Earth One Batman? Yes. Yeah. Where he's just like not very good at his did job you, and he just gets his ass kicked. There's a Comic-Con announcement. Did you read the story of the Earth One Green Lantern they're putting out in yeah, March? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Dude. Yeah. So they're retconning Hal's whole origin story where he's a brilliant astronaut. And like he comes across one of the last Green Lantern rings. They've been like, and he has to basically rebuild the core. And it's him rebuilding the core and like learning what the ring. Uh, dude, it sounds, sounds incredible. Great. But yeah. the fact that they're rebooting the Earth one, who series was writing that, it? Uh, Do Tomasi, you I know he's doing. Peter Tomasi. Yeah. Mm, so awesome. really, really excited for that one. But that was like one of the announcements that went so yeah, far. Yeah, they the confirmed uh, Wonder Woman Earth Two Volume Two or we, Earth One Volume Two as well. So excited for that! And then the Watchmen TV show they announced is going to be going off the comics. So they're going to like they're going to start with the comics and then. What Game of Thrones it like they're just that's gonna be season one is the story arc of the original comics and then they're gonna go their own way with those characters weird hmm. super I, weird I, yeah but you know what I can see it like I can see how you can move on to different sure. stories with those characters I mean half the cast will be gone but if you anthology like American Horror Story that sh- you can do it to be a really great program. But so would you think they do the story of Watchmen in one season? I think you do the story of Watchmen over the course of one or two seasons told by a Rorschach's journal. You have to do it the right way this time and like tell it through the journal. I think that you could really do an entire series around just the whole ramifications of everything that happens after the end of Watchmen, after the whole Dr. Manhattan. Who knows so, what happens? That's what I'm saying. But, it's all so that's up in the air. You can do the whole ramifications of that. You can do, you can do the Minutemen. I mean, I've always, and go back. Like, I've always been curious as to whether Adrian's plan works or not. Mm. It seems to be like it's on the right path towards the end, but then the newspaper gets Rorschach's journal. It could be like the manhunt for Ozzy Mandate. It's like, how do you find the world's smartest man? Yeah. When he's always 10 steps ahead. Like, oh, I can't wait to see casting news. Just, it's so exciting to me that that show is uh, just going to be, because it, it's, it's one of those like Holy Grail books for me. So I'm really excited for that. And then we got some ancillary trailers um, for some movies I'm not that excited about. Ready Player One. Did you see all the drops for that? Did you like just, did you look no. at the trailer? Like you have the Iron Giant. They look like they have Deathstroke in there. 
They are going. They are going deep on pop this culture is, reference. This is nothing about that movie that appeals to me. I'll oh, go see I, the better I, version of it, which is Wreck It Ralph too. So, <laughs> so I mean, like outside of this, yeah, Wreck It Ralph is going to be the better version of this one. But I would have thought you would have jumped all over that because of. I the, can't stand that movie. Like that trailer oh. looks so stupid to me. The movie I'm beating down the doors for next summer though is The Incredibles two, which we got the first trailer for. Did you guys read the? Oh description? really? Yeah. Do you get, you didn't read the description? They didn't release the trailer. Did oh it? No, no, they didn't release the trailer, but like they released the description of what uh, they showed and it's basically uh, Mr. Incredible finally figuring out that Jack-Jack has powers and it's like his react like so time hasn't passed so they're all the same age and stuff like that and it's a bunch of uh, Jack-Jack scenarios over the course of the trailer where like he demonstrates powers but the parents will be turned around or something like that and there's finally a moment where uh, the dad turns around as he's doing his fire metal and like invisible thing all at once it's like his celebration that he has powers and stuff like that and then a final cut it's uh, him being brought to Edna Emote and put in an Incredibles suit nice mm. as the Incredibles too they've also so, dropped the Edna They've dropped all the Edna Emode uh, little, if you watch it, it was like, it's all these fashion icons. It's like Edna. And it's like, tell us about Edna. And they have all these fashion people. Like, like real fashion real, people. Like real, real, wang, real. Like, Edna set the trend for all of us. us. Without her, we would be <laughs> That's nothing. awesome. And it's, like, you're like, you're like. It's like really? dude, they talked about how like the Finding Dory was like the massive recall of the old generation that loved those movies. I'm like, dude, The Incredibles. That's gonna be me, like running oh, yeah. that down. That mm. is the like the, one of the best comic book movies did you, ever. Did you hear about opinion. the D23 Wreck-It Ralph trailer? Yeah, oh, super. Yeah. Rex, I love Ralph, Ralph. Wrecks the Internet. I'm not gonna. I'm oh, not, great. Oh yeah, and he's teamed up with Mario. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. So they like so, one, so of, one of the that. one of the fun things in there is they showed that one of the uh, leaked scenes that people were talking about was there's this like chat form. Remember like villains and like the villains and stuff that yeah, like yeah. There, there's a form for Disney princesses and they're gutting all the voices so you're going to have Ming-Na Wen back you're oh, yeah, going to have Ke- Kelly McDonald you have uh, Kelly McDonald everybody who did a voice for a Disney princess is coming back to do this that's awesome and it's like a little form group for Disney princesses and then um, Sarah Silverman's character shows up and is like are you a princess are you sure you're a princess and they explain and it's like did a, did a man have to save you and get yourself back uh. on the line it's like yes okay you're good and they talk about Kelly McDonald's murder character Myrna character and he's like he's like yeah we can never understand what she's saying she's from a different studio (laughs) (laughs) so so excited I'm not even allowed to say that's one of the few movies I'll admit that I cried in is it the end of Wreck-It Ralph when you think he's gonna die and he's doing the speech like I'll never be good and that's not bad (laughs) like and just that whole little moment where he's gonna die holding the medal from her I'm like don't die (laughs) like just breaking down but so so excited for that movie I love John C. Riley, mm-hmm. his voice is just hilarious, and they drew the character to look just like yeah. him. So really, really excited for that. Uh, now let's move on to something we haven't gotten to talk about yet because we took a week off, and that is Game of Thrones is back on TV, and I'm angry about it. Why? It's so slow paced. Like you cut me. Yeah, it's you Game cut, of Thrones. No, wait, wait, but wait. you cut me down to seven episodes. So it's like you took three hours off of your storytelling already. Speed it the hell up. I, th- I think it's going. For, yeah. I think it's going really, really fast. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, dude, get to the point already. I'm sitting there like, yeah, like, <laughs> like for me, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this is going fast because they have to tell a more compact story. And I'm like, get to it already. Get to Daenerys meeting Jon Snow because I we well, already we get know it from, next week. Well, we, we know get from it our set leaks that he meets her and then has to go catch a White Walker to prove to her that they exist, and then that's when her dragon gets taken and turned. Mm. I love that you can see that they're starting to talk about taking the dragons out now with Cersei and <laughs> like that too with the arrow and stuff yep. like that. But really, really interesting to see what they're doing with that. But I mean, get Arya to Winterfell already. Get some yeah, of these. Yeah, we had that whole thing where the entire fleet just got massacred. 
Sam Wilson and word about the uh, Dragonstone Mountain. Like yeah. that's gonna be really cool to see what they do with that. We get them next like, week. We 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 get her and Jon Snow in that room. Yeah, next I week. think these two episodes were just like getting to the top of the coaster, yeah. and now it's <laughs> for the next. Speaking five. of which, I went to Six Flags New Jersey on Monday and rode some coasters for the first time. I did the Green Lantern coaster, which you do standing up, yeah, which was absolutely incredible. But I did Superman Ultimate Flight, which is the most scared I've ever been in my life. I'm a coaster freak. This is not a normal coaster. You sit down, you do your straps and it's like that, and right as the ride starts, it tips you completely horizontal. So you do the ride like you're flying like Superman. Nope. There is a reverse G loop that is a double loop that put more G force on me than I've ever felt ju- like astronaut centrifuge type G's. And I've never been so scared that I was going to, because I'm a big dude. So I'm like, this thing is just going to snap and I'm going to be hanging on to these bars. Like, I've never been so scared in my life, but you don't see the track. Yeah. You that you your tip and everything. No, no, most that. terrifying nope. experience nope. of no, my no, life. Nope, nope. Never I been like, that scared. I didn't even like slides when I was a kid. I'm not about to jump on a Superman roller coaster. Dude, the one that you did standing up had a loop too, and I'm like, I'm six one. This thing is built for midgets. Like you little Keebler elves are fine. I'm the one that's just gonna be like game over. It's dead. Game over, man. Game over. So uh, the Walking Dead didn't even watch that trailer. Oh, don't care. Yeah. I listened to my girlfriend l- watching the trailer on a phone, and all I heard was, <laughs> and I was like, I'm out. Done. Could anybody care less no about that show than me? I don't think so. Don't American care. Horror Story revealed season seven storyline to be cult. Which basically is what you're in if you watch that show because I like. Well, you wouldn't have either. liked the trailer because you don't like clowns, and that's I exa- can't. Dude, you I, don't like clowns. I know. I have like a, a like psychological that's fear. Of clowns. I know. was in a theater uh, the other day, and the the new it trailer came on. I had a panic attack in the theater. Have you seen? It's the new- that bad, dude. It, it is, is that dude. It is dude. Scary. I saw the trailer. I'm talking about your fear of clowns. My fear of I found a dead clown in the woods when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, I found a clown that blew his face off. That's not Jesus a joke. Jesus Christ. So, like, yeah, I have, like, a really, really bad fear of clowns. But, so, yes, yeah, super, 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 super anxiety attack when that trailer came out. Because the final trailer, like, you think it's all good, and then the stinger is him just coming out of the wall. Yeah. Like, get the little kid. Yeah. I, I literally, dude, popcorn was gone. Every, like, just That's full. That's funny. Yep. Was not prepared for that. That and snakes are like my oh, two I'm things. I'm sorry that happened to you, but that's really funny. Oh, dude, that <laughs> Comic Con trailer was horrific. Like, <laughs> do you ever see? Dude, my first one, like, dude, I want to take you to see that movie just to watch you watch. I that think movie. we might have talked about this on an earlier episode when the, the first teaser dropped. But did you ever see the It trailer? But they replace all the scenes with the clown with Mike Myers' Cat in the Hat. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, it is just as terrifying. Yeah, it's yeah. way scarier. Somebody yeah. just replaced the It trailer though, and it made it bearable for me. If um, with all time. Tommy Wazoo dialogue mm. from the room. Oh, that'd be great too. Come on down, you'll flock down here. We all do. And it's like, <laughs> come on now. And then uh, the kid's like, come on now. He's like, in a few minutes, b- <laughs> but that's a movie that I think we have to do a commentary on. I just discovered like the, the cult that is the that room? movie. Yeah. Oh, it's a awful. high mark because of the disaster artist, the yeah. James Franco movie that they're mm. making looks hilarious. Like about the making of that movie, but it's some of the worst acting. It's I've one of the worst seen. movies I've ever seen. We have for to sure. watch it and do a commentary track on it. But, uh, Anthony, do you have a poll of the week? week? Yeah, it's a Secret Empire number seven. Is that the final issue? No, there's two. I think it goes to ten. Wow. Or maybe nine. They but always I'm find sure a way to tack on extra issues now. Well, they need it. I mean, it's... It's yeah, not. It's, it's not a padded series. It's. I mean, it's. There's a lot going on, and this week was was pretty awful. First of all, awesome artwork. Andrea Sorrentino, who draws like photorealistic art. Mm-hmm. Um, He's incredible, and he jumped ship from DC to Marvel. Mm-hmm. But uh, this week, we got the death of the Black Widow. Wah, wah. Finally. Cap, Cap takes his shield, and he just crushes her neck and snaps her neck. And she, you just see the like the camera follows her 
Like, uh, so it always looks upright. So you just see mm. the background falling and it's just her with her eyes open and then she hits the ground eyes closed. And that was like big for him. Oh yeah. That he, a- he like straight up brutally murdered her. Which the whole I think point was like, it was like, who is he talking to? Madam Viper. It, yeah. was, it was the whole point with him and Madam Viper was like, he was like, he didn't want to portray like he was the bad guy. But so now he, he is. Now he's just, just a like, he, villain. He, like he's like full out. He's like, you've got to do this for me because I can't. Yeah. And now, okay. He's just taking it into his own hands now. Mm. I mean, everybody that he thought was on his side has been betraying him left and right because mm. they realize, oh, you're just a super villain. Mm. And I mean, once Cap is back, he, he's going to have to deal with the ramifications of that. But um, I'm actually really excited for Cap to come back because uh, it's going to be written by Mark Wade with art by Chris Samney. Okay. And those are, that's like my Marvel dream team. Mm. But that's it. So yeah, my poll of the week was going to be Flash because they murdered the Reverse Flash like the third time in five issues. Yeah, but uh, you know it's actually Green Lanterns number twenty six this week shot them uh, Jessica and Simon back in time and they're on Earth ten billion years ago about to be attacked by the very first Seven Lanterns ever and they found the Life Entity which creates the White Lanterns as a baby like it's gestating in planet oh, Earth because they're there so but so they not only have to protect that but fight the first Green Lanterns ever who don't know what they are because they're from ten billion years yeah ago. just incredible writing the artwork was great in a series that i typically just read because it's a green nation series is really dragging me in with this arc and then daddy has been like very hit or miss yeah and then the superman arc that they're going into now is really really good they brought back the character um elite black Mm -hmm. in just a brutal storyline where he kidnaps jonathan kent and basically, like, makes Superman. It's basically like a game of Saw that he plays with Superman. Like, makes Jonathan Kent watch. Did you he see makes that Superman, trailer? Uh, what the Saw legacy? Oh, oh Jigsaw. Who we know who's in that? Uh, Laura Vandervoort, who I got to meet, Supergirl, who I got to meet at uh, the Comic Con. She's actually in that movie. But uh, Tobin Bell is back. That was the biggest reveal in that trailer is when they Dude. test the blood under the fingernails, and it's like, like it's John Kramer. It's like, it's like, do you want to play? Like, I'm not even lying. Say I didn't watch every single one of those movies. I've seen every song. I'm not a horror movie guy, but the idea of those movies was great up until like the, the when he died because the idea that he would give you the chance to escape like if you did what he said you got out and then like when his wife and the other dude would take it and they would rig it so that you couldn't get out i'm like that's just stupid stupid horror i remember when i saw saw two in theaters the scene where the woman's just swatting all the needles oh i threw up in my lap dude it's yeah. one of the in hardest the scenes to ever watch because i have such a bad thing with Me too, needles. I have a bad needles oh. thing I, but so, 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 I, I think I'm actually going to check that one out in theaters because if they bring Tobin Bell back and like write it well, it could be a new mm. reboot to that franchise because such good movies, such a good premise. But I'm really excited to see what they do with it. And that's one of the few horror movies that I'll watch other than Halloween. And then they announced another Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Boo. Really? It's like just bring Robert England back and Hard make another one. Do you know that Robert England does the voice of Scarecrow in Injustice? What? Yeah. Really? He does the voice of Scarecrow and in Injustice too. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, that's why I was like, I was like, wait a second. I looked at the cast list and I started looking at the uh, the uh, the loadouts for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. Re- and I think I So my buddy Dan, the artist, um, he's been working on pieces that we're going to be selling at Boston Comic Con, and I came up with a brilliant idea for a piece to do for Spider Man Homecoming. Of you do him in the Iron Spider suit at the end, and he's on a building, and the reflection is him in the homemade suit. Like, remember where you came from? Yeah, nice. Where you're going? 
He just sent me the finished product. Oh, nice. That looks but, um, awesome. Damn you, Funko, for getting me back into collecting pops with the Spider-Man Homecoming set. Like, just, I love everything about that movie. Like, I can't wait to find a statue or something. I'm, but super excited for that to come out on Blu-ray. And uh, I can't wait till that movie comes out. I just want to keep watching it. It's so good. I found myself, when I'm sitting at home, Every I'll just throw in, the, uh, I'll throw in the Civil War Blu-ray. I watched and just Civil watch War. the Spider-Man. I just watched Civil War last night. I was watching it on Netflix. I just I'm watching it on Netflix, and I'm like... I'm just here for two things. Yeah. Like, the, the moment it cuts, it's like, I got my idea, and uh, where's your idea? And then just cuts it quick. Well, your left hand's Exactly. Right it's like, where's, where's like, my idea is in the downstairs, and it's like, where's yours? Queens. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's the most fun reaction in a theater that I've ever seen. When Queens slashed, because everybody in the theater knew New, yeah. that that was, and it was like the homecoming for Spider-Man. It's like, yes! But just, I hear that song, literally. It was like, I was in the bathroom, and I heard it last time, like, hit pause, Eva! Like, because I just heard the theme yeah. song come in. But yeah, huge into those. But that movie is just so fun. I went and saw it again the other night. And just, dude, the scene where Vulture collapses the building on him, that two minute sequence is more Spider Man than they have ever done in a Spider Man movie. And all five movies. It's the, it's the self doubt of him screaming, like, just first of all, the yeah. emotion that mm-hmm. he got, like, help, I'm trapped. Like, you really believe yeah. that that kid's like in pain and everything like that. And then him having that realization, like, I'm the only person that's going to get myself out of there. And mm-hmm. then just seeing the reflection of the mask, which is straight out of a Ditko Come page. on, Spider Man. Come on, yeah, come on, Peter. And then come on, Spider Man. Come on. Like, just that moment of like self realization when you first get to see the pat, like, it is. Everything that you want in a comic book movie, and it's just I've seen it four times now in theaters, and it's still fresh. Every mm-hmm. scene, with awesome. Ned, Ned telling the teacher, like, I'm looking at porn. Just <laughs> there's so, like, do you realize how much I'm not even gonna lie and say I'm not one of those kids that got caught at like 8 p.m. in my high school once by a teacher, and I was looking at porn, but just like that's how I was like, I know what that is to deal with. Ned is taking a bullet for his friend, there. there's gonna be suspensions, there's gonna be a PTA kind like, of oh, they're talking to his parents, like, yeah. it's just hilarious, <laughs> but like just the little things that movie, like Michelle Zendaya's character, you get to appreciate more of like her. I like to sketch people in crisis, and like yeah. all her little shit. And, like, Hannibal Burris is like, Hannibal the, Burst, it's, it's, it's like, like I'm pretty sure he's like, I'm pretty sure this guy's a war criminal, but whatever the state requires me to yeah. show, like that's just the line of the movie to me but no just, please don't you better come back just the little things i noticed though <laughs> like the quintessential peter parker the very beginning of his little video diary that he makes of civil war there's one little scene where happy hogan comes in he's like didn't and you get flips the suit over the and he opens the room goes in, he's like he, he turns the character stuff he's like whoa my room is way bigger than i thought this is still my room i thought it was a closet like just that little i'm like that's so quintessentially a kid yeah. peter parker like just those little moments that you pick up on it's just i cannot tell you guys to watch this movie enough it's so good and it's like the little thing like when he sees the drum like that was in there the whole time just yeah. like the little things that you're messing with and I've heard a lot of people complain that they don't like that Stark created the suit because they feel it takes away from his from Peter's ingenuity yeah. I'm like dude you see him creating the web fluid and stuff like he that he also it's hacked like, the suit and he, he took like, the that's tracking. what I thought was the more impressive thing is yeah. that he hacked the tracker he with hacked Ned. Tony's suit like and you know that Tony had to have put in some prote- like decent protections and that and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So it shows Ned's a pretty good hacker too. But just a little bit, let me be your guy in the chair and then like his little victory spin when he realizes he is the guy. Just so many moments and Michael Keaton is the best Marvel villain they've ever like seeing that movie. Yeah, four and times like, now, so it's like if it's outside of the Netflix villains, uh, particularly. King. I think I, I have to even change my mind now and say he's above problem because when I think of a villain in a comic book movie, I have to think of the reason they're doing it. How well they do, like yeah. their villain thing, their relationship so, to the hero, hero and their exactly. ultimate like fate. Yeah, and so when you look at it, when you look at like what makes Tom Hiddleston's uh, Loki and then uh, Kingpin for because for me it was uh, it was it was Loki, uh, Kingpin, Cottonmouth, Purple Man or Purple Man, Cottonmouth, and then 
And now I've got Vulture because I'm like, this is an actual villain. You can see his motive. And not killing him is yeah, so huge. Huge. Yeah. Huge. He's and not, good. He's, he's, good. Thank God. He's not a throwaway villain. It's like most of the things were Marvel characters, and especially this is the thing that is the worst things about some of the MCUs of, of films, is you are throwing away Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. Why? He could be so big later. He's like, why are you throwing away that character? It's just a weird balance to me that, like, it is so fun. Like, there's stakes in this movie, and it's like that, but it never loses its sense of fun. Even when he's battling the vulture and stuff like that, trying to steer the plane. And it's like, there's just, like, the inner monologue that he's making with himself. Like, ah, typical homecoming dance, finding my girlfriend's father on an invisible plane. I love <laughs> that this podcast just turned into last time's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about Spider-Man. I'm sorry. So, yeah, let's, so we'll wrap things up for this week. Needless to say, we're going to be doing a huge commentary of that when it comes out. But uh, for this week's episode of the Get Your Geek On podcast, we thank you guys for wrapping up Comic-Con with us be sure to check back next week as always on the nerd herder facebook page this week's episode i've been chuck Watts. i'm robert dukes anthony arsenio see spider-man have a week